Hey tryhards, Ethan here. Before we get into the show today, I want to talk to you guys about Patreon. Patreon is a donation service, a monthly subscription service where you donate money to me to support the show, to support uh, the growth of it, whether that means merchandise or more podcasts or other things of that nature. And I would really appreciate if you guys would be willing and able to give just a little bit of whatever extra money you may have. Because while the show will always be free for everyone to listen, um, the way to make it isn't. And I'm in college, and things are expensive. So I'd appreciate any little amount that you're able to give. So thank you for donating, and thank you even more for listening. Hello, my name is Ethan Hewlin. Like you, I live in a world that never stops moving. Also like you, I have stories. These are my stories. The true stories of a tryhard. Welcome back to True Stories of a Tryhard. I'm Ethan Hewlin, and this week it is just me yet again. So, let's get right into it. Um, I took the day off this Monday to commemorate the celebration of one of the greatest people the United States has ever had live in it, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Now, a lot of people, especially people that look like me who are white, pale in complexion, tend to twist his words quite a bit. And I want to try to avoid that. Um, But if I do end up twisting his words, please tell me. Now today's episode will focus more on the stories aspect of the title of my show because I have a very important story to tell today. It is not a story that occurs on one day. It is a story that occurs on multiple days, over multiple years. In my family, we have a tradition. Every Martin Luther King Jr. Day, we sit around the TV and we watch the I Have a Dream speech in its entirety, which a lot of people do. But what some people don't realize is that my family would not exist without the work of him and other civil rights activists like him over the years. People like him, like Malcolm X, like Rosa Parks, like Thurgood Marshall or Fannie Lou Hamer. These people all paved the way for my family to be a reality. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, especially if you haven't listened to the show before, Ethan, what does that mean exactly? Well, I'm going to tell you. My family is a mixed family in multiple senses of the word. Two of my sisters are black, and they are adopted. My stepsister is mixed, black and Guatemalan. And my half-sister is mixed, black and white. My stepdad is black, and my mom and I are the two white people in our family. So we are a, yeah, like I said, a blended family in every sense of the word. And I see this as a blessing, because... To me, they are my sisters, but I also recognize that 
They have their own struggles that I will never understand because I don't look like them, and it is heartbreaking that I have to say that. As I've brought up before, people's reactions when they find out this information range from confusion to surprise to, at times, anger. So when this day comes around every year, people point to families like mine and say, this, this is what Dr. King worked for in his many years of civil rights campaigns. And they're not entirely wrong. But when they do bring this up, and I'm not asking for pity because I frankly don't need it, is that families like mine are used as props. Props for an agenda. People who have gotten comfortable with the fact that, yes, mixed families exist, and they have for decades. And I feel like sometimes history tries to distance itself from the atrocities that only happened within the time that my grandparents were alive. When I was growing up, pictures from this time were presented in black and white as if they were relics of a bygone age, like jukeboxes or speakeasies. But the reality of the matter is that this is a lot more recent than a lot of people are willing to accept. And like my family, they use his quotes as symbolic language of the fact that, yeah, we, we've moved past this, right? I don't think so. And please correct me if I'm wrong. A lot of people tend to take his quotes out of the context they were originally supposed to be. Such as, Darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. Or, The time is always right to do what is right. Or, Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Which are all very fine quotes by themselves. But, I'm going to make a comparison here. And I don't know if all of you will get it, but some of you will. For those of you who are Christians, we have our holy scripture, the Bible. A lot of times, people take verses from the Bible out of context to fit their own agenda. Such as Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, or Jeremiah 29.11, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. And in both instances, they are missing the point. So what is it? Dr. King, from my study of him, is more than an inspirational quote generator that you can slap on once a year and basically forget about it for the rest of the time. He was a man of faith, he was a man of love, and he was a man of radical change. And he knew what he stood for, which is something that I myself have struggled with in the past, knowing what I stand for, that is. Because, like I mentioned in previous episodes of the show, I didn't want to make people upset. But more often than not, if you have an opinion that is for the good of many people, you will ruffle some feathers. At the very least, go against the grain, rub the wrong way, however you want to pronounce it. Something is going to happen, and some people won't like you because of the opinions you have. And I am here to tell you that that's okay. Because at the end of the day, 
you know what you believe. So as we go into this next year and next phase of our lives, even though the first month is almost over, we should take, well, of the many lessons we could take from Dr. King, from his radical acceptance of others and his willingness to push for change from the ground up, because Lord knows we need it, that the best part of your life is what's yet to come. Speaking of new seasons, um, I'm going to be starting my second semester of a four-year university a week from, well, it'll be six days from the release of this episode, but it's no secret that those of us who have been in school during this pandemic have had our grades and mental health suffer, myself included, and honestly, I'm kind of scared about how this is going to go, because I have no idea what this next semester has in store, because the world is changing every single day around me, and I don't know where to go with it sometimes. From what people tell me, the first semester at any four-year university is a bit of a slap in the face, which that is definitely true. I just don't want to get slapped twice. And here's what I mean by that. I don't want to have to go through um, multiple late-night homework sessions, which, you know, college is probably inevitable, but that's something that I really hate about this. And the fact that I have to miss sleep is not something that I'm proud of. It's not a game to see who can suffer the most in the pursuit of a piece of paper. And I did learn a lot about myself, about the way I study, about the way I do the things in my life that are most important to me because of the ongoing crisis on our hands. And I think for people in my generation, this is going to be our World War II, our Vietnam. Something that we tell our kids about that was so hard to get through, and our kids are going to judge us in the future and be like, whatever, dad or grandpa, or that happened so long ago. But when you're faced with circumstances that change by the day, that takes a weight on you. And it takes a weight on everyone involved. And I understand that we are all trying to make the best of the bad situation that we have. And it seems, in my mind, like hope is on the horizon. Which, because that hope exists, I have hope as well. In fact, there have been several times where I didn't have hope. And now, I have more than I did, and honestly, my hope meter fluctuates depending on the day. But I am both excited and scared for what lies ahead, because any number of things could happen. And as I've touched on before, it is the unknown that is probably my biggest fear. And I know I'm not alone in that. But actual adults, like out-of-college, nine-to-five adults who are listening, 
Um, be glad that you don't have to get your education from the other side of a computer screen every single day or from behind a mask six feet apart from your classmates because it's really rocked our world over here and it continues to. But like I said before, I have hope. I have hope for the future. I have hope for myself. I have hope for my friends and I have hope for those closest to me and those closest to them that we will make it through this. And I have hope for you, listener. I have hope for all of you. All 180 of you that listen during the month of December, which I'm definitely grateful for, and I would appreciate if you shared this episode with others, so that way they can hear more of, well, my voice and my message. The message is more important, but... We are at a time, currently, where people's mental health is suffering. And I'm not excluding myself from that. I probably need to get a new therapist. Because Lord knows I need it, and I've been putting it off for way too long. And on that note, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Students, as you go back to school, be helpful for the future. And for everyone else out there, you can do this. I believe in you, even if you don't believe in yourself. And that's something more of us need to remember. Thank you for listening this week to True Stories of a Tryhard. You can find me on Instagram at ethan.t.hulen. That's H-U-L-E-N. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at True Stories Pod. The best way to get the word out about podcasts is via word of mouth and social media. So please, please, please share this with your friends, share it on your social media. And if you post it in some way and tag me, you will get featured on the official podcast accounts. And please feel free to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I would very much appreciate it. I'll be back with more stories next week, so until then, this is Ethan Hewlin signing off with Hope for the Future.